0: America's small caffeinated mom as we head into the 4th of July weekend. Rhonda, we've got about, let's see, seven or eight minutes to spend with you here. How you doing?
1: Well, I'm bulletproof this morning, James. I had my bulletproof coffee, so I'm good to go. Do you know what that
0: Excellent. is? Excellent. Well, I don't know what bulletproof coffee is.
1: <laughs> Rocket fuel for the brain. So in a battle of wits, I'm fully armed. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was laughing about Avery. I think he's found his inner clogger with those gnats. I just had to tell you, that picture just made me laugh.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Poor guy.
1: Yes. The essay this week, James, Uh, I wrote about that uh, pride parade in New York City recently where they were chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. My gut level reaction, oh, hell no. Earlier this mm. week, you, well, I mean it. Uh, this is not right versus left. This is good versus evil. And they're marching in the streets, and they're telling us what they planned. You said uh, one day this week, uh, they don't care that we're mad. They push this stuff through anyway. And I thought, okay, they don't care that we're mad. So I'm done being intimidated by these people, by these militant people who are are declaring that they're coming for my children. I'm done being intimidated by the bullies. So it was interesting after that video came out, um, NBC News, I believe, had an article where they were starting to put the spin on that. Oh, he didn't mean that. Uh, That guy wasn't, he was just saying, go ahead, call me this. Why do I care? He was just trying to destigmatize this and claim his own power. You know, you can't blame the victims here, and that's what the right wing is doing. Uh, you know what? I'm going to reclaim my power here as a mother and as an American citizen. I'm going to re- reclaim my power. I. This is a strategy as old as time. You appear as an angel of light. You uh, use little subtle shifts to the truth. They start out subtle, but it's like um, a train that's going down a track and an engineer flips the switch. And all of a sudden they divert slightly in another direction. You're in Baltimore and you were meaning to be over in Billings. That's what the little subtle shift to truth will do. Then when people start noticing what has happened and they start crying it out in the streets, like warning, beware, then they come after you, they harass, they bully, they intimidate and all that. And when they can no longer control or manage you, the end result is they will imprison you or kill you. It has happened before. So the first step in reclaiming that power is, is refusing to be afraid anymore because fear paralyzes and then you're useless. Um, The second thing is we have to keep the reason in front of our eyes. And for millions of us, it is our love for our children, our grandchildren, and for this country. So because of love, James, we have to reject the fear. We have to stand firmly on truth, and it might cost us. But love must be greater than that fear. The third thing I thought about is we have to teach our children the truth. You know, Grant and I decided early on we were not going to cede the boys' religious training or their sex education to the church and the school. They could partner with us, but the responsibility for teaching our sons the truth to the best of our ability, that fell on us. So when our oldest son was like eight or nine and he was starting to ask questions because another baby was coming and he wanted to know where do babies come from and how did they get in there and all that stuff, you know, I just swallowed hard and I just answered his questions to the best of my ability. And then I told him this. You're going to hear lots of stuff about this at school. It's not all going to be good. So knowing the truth is important because truth acts like a vaccine and it protects your mind. We wanted the boys to hear that stuff from us and not from their peers or, you know, radicalized uh, educators. Uh, The other thing we have to do, and you're doing it, many people are doing it, we have to keep speaking the truth in the public square. And here's the thing. Fear is contagious, but so is bravery. And when I'm scrolling social media and there's a lot of loud, angry voices, but then somebody comes along with a voice of reason, a voice of calm, it encourages me and strengthens my own heart and resolve. Now, I want people to hear me very clearly here. Disagreement is not hatred. That is a particularly vile accusation that is used to silence any dissent. I have family members, I have friends who are in the LGBTQ community, I love them. Disagreeing with them does not mean in any wise that I love them. I can strongly oppose the ideas and beliefs that I, that I don't like, that I even strongly dislike without having a shred of hatred in my heart for the people. As a Christian, that is my duty. I, I I'm responsible. It's my love that constrains me. And you know what I thought about it, James. If I'm gonna re as I as I reclaim my power, I would like to reclaim my rainbow. It was it was ours first. It belongs to mankind. It was God. Well, it was. You know, God put if that in look, the If sky. you look at the
0: biblical interpretation of the rainbow, we know what it means. It's the promise. Yes. It's the promise. It's a promise. Yes.
1: It's not a symbol of anybody's sexuality. It's a sign It's a promise of from God love.
0: to mankind.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. And I, I'm just going to reclaim that and embrace it. And every time I see one of those anywhere, it's going to just point my thoughts to the truth. And in that truth, I still hold love in my heart for all of my fellow Americans. That's there what's on my mind today.
0: <laughs> Where can we find your essay, Rhonda?
1: It's on thedailybs.com, and people can also find me uh, at com. That's my little coffee shop in cyberspace. As Nick said, I'm not just. A small caffeinated mom i'm the most caffeinated mom
0: <laughs> there you go so I, Rhonda. Yeah. always a pleasure my dear i hope you have a great holiday weekend and, and uh next week yeah next week i think both of us will be on vacation but we'll see you right yes. after
1: yes All have right. a great time and tell mark stein that we love him and
0: are anxious to hear him back on the show too <laughs> will do thank you so much you. James.